On today's federal newscast, a lot of action in the federal courts involving military drafts, government shutdowns, and federal unions. We'll give you a full wrap-up of these stories. The government's online platform for requests it makes to industry will finally be getting a facelift. And a former cabinet official wants a better effort from military leaders in fighting extremism within their branches. These stories and more in today's federal newscast. episode of the Federal Newscast, I'm your host, Eric White. Women may soon need to register for selective service. A federal judge rules that an all-male military draft is unconstitutional. U.S. District Judge Gray Miller says men and women are now equally capable of fighting. The original lawsuit was brought by the National Coalition for Men. April 4th is set as the day the U.S. Court of Appeals will hear oral arguments regarding President Trump's executive orders on official time and collective bargaining. The administration is appealing a decision from a federal district judge back in August, which said the president's executive orders on official time and collective bargaining contradicted the intent of the federal labor management relations statute. New court filings explain why the Defense Department asked a federal court to put a lawsuit challenging its Jedi cloud contract on hold. Federal News Network's Tom Temin has details. Documents the government filed Friday evening say DOD's contracting officer for JEDI has reopened her conflict of interest investigation. It centers on a specific employee of Amazon Web Services, Deep Ubai. Oracle, the suit's plaintiff, claims Ubai helped shape the multi-billion dollar cloud procurement while he worked for the Defense Digital Service. DOD says the new investigation was prompted by information it hadn't been aware of until February 12th. Regardless of the investigation's outcome, the process will delay the contract award by at least three months, assuming Jedi survives the current court challenge. Jared Serbu has more at federalnewsnetwork.com. I'm Tom Temin. A federal district judge will hear the government's motion to dismiss the National Treasury Employee Union's lawsuit against the Trump administration for its handling of the recent government shutdown sometime in May. The NTEU lawsuit challenges the legality of recalling certain federal employees back to work without pay, the administration's definition of an accepted employee, and the constitutionality of the Anti-Deficiency Act in general. Judge Richard Leon acknowledged the case could move forward if he ultimately denies the motion to dismiss. Leon says it has the potential for widespread impact across the country. Lawyers from the Justice Department want to dismiss the case, especially now that the government shutdown is over and the threat of another one won't come until October 1st. But NTU says it's raised constitutional arguments that should be considered. 39% of federal employees say they were unprepared or very unprepared for the last government shutdown. A recent survey from Clever Real Estate says federal employees took loans, borrowed money, and found other work during the 35-day shutdown. 10% of respondents say they changed their retirement plans because of it. The Trump administration releases its first, but the U.S. government's fourth, national action plan for open government more than a year after the original deadline set by the International Open Government Partnership. The plan refers back to goals in the recently passed Open Government Data Act, which requires agencies to appoint chief data officers, and the president's management agenda. Since 2011, the U.S. has submitted new national action plans every other month. 
There's light at the end of the modernization tunnel for one of the worst websites in government. Federal News Network's Jason Miller explains. The General Services Administration says FedBizOps.gov will move to a new, modernized platform by the end of calendar year 2019. It'll be the third legacy database to move on to the beta.sam.gov portal. GSA expects the Wage Determinations database to migrate later this year as well. At the same time, GSA announced that IBM will continue to provide maintenance and migration support for the SAM.gov effort. The agency awarded IBM a sole source contract worth $24 million over the next four years. I'm Jason Miller. The Defense Department needs to determine the proper size and readiness of its operational medical and dental forces. A recent Government Accountability Office report finds each military department uses different assumptions in estimating the personnel it needs, making it harder for DOD to know whether it has the right force size for missions. GAO recommends establishing joint planning assumptions and methodology for assessing medical and dental personnel requirements. The Navy makes a small but significant move to signal adversaries and rouse its sailors. Here's Federal News Network's Tom Temin again. Starting June 4th, Navy ships will fly the Union Jack, a flag they haven't displayed since 2002 when it was replaced by the tricolor Don't Tread on Me flag. But with return of great powers competition, Chief of Staff Admiral John Richardson wants to, quote, recommit to the core attitudes that made the Navy successful at Midway. The current version has 50 stars on a blue background. The Union Jack first flew in 1777. I'm Tom Temin. DOD is putting its money where its mouth is when it comes to digital manufacturing. The Pentagon is giving $10 million to the Digital Manufacturing and Design Innovation Institute with an option of $20 million more over the next five years. The Institute invests in applied research projects for things like 3D modeling and making machines more productive. Former Homeland Security Secretary Jay Johnson says the military needs to do a better job getting rid of people who harbor extremist views which could turn violent. The former secretary tells NBC's Meet the Press it's military leaders' job to help with countering those views. Last week, a Coast Guard lieutenant was arrested on domestic terror charges. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. Subscribe to the Federal Newscast on iTunes or Podcast One. And follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.